Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. This is the place where you'll find real conversations with real sales leaders about how you can leverage sales technology to get ahead of the pack. Improve your sales numbers by taking advantage of emerging technology before your competitors get there first. They'll share everything from the trends they're seeing in the marketplace to actionable strategies that you can use to make more sales today. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen. On. Here's your host, Morgan Williams. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Williams, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Guillaume Mubesh. Guillaume is the founder and CEO of Limlist. Limlist is the first email outreach platform that allows you to automatically generate personalized images and videos, kickstart client relationships by making your cold emails highly personalized and human from day one, streamline and automate your follow-ups, put repetitive tasks on autopilot, and never miss a thing. Need to send emails fast and at scale without losing quality? Want to make every single email unique and personalized? Anything you need, Limlist can handle. Guillaume, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me, Morgan. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm great. <laughs> awesome. Good to hear. Good to hear. So would love to hear about, you know, your background and how it's led to what you're doing now over at Lemlist. Definitely. So before actually launching Lemlist, I used to have like a B2B lead generation agency. So essentially, okay. we were doing uh, outreach for uh, scale up and SMBs. Um, so using mainly, you know, like uh, pretty much all the tools on the market, like um, which are actually our current competitors. So Outreach, SalesLoft, Reply.io, Mixmax, all those tools. And um, at some point, you know, like uh, for our clients, we wanted to test innovative solutions. And we started using like uh, video in the sales prospecting, but also like personalized images, adding logos and things like that. And we started like seeing tons of amazing results. And, you know, because the work was really like uh, manually intensive, I was just like thinking, you know, like there must be a way to automate that. So I actually met my two technical uh, co-founders who are also like <laughs> tech geniuses. And I kind yes. of showed them what we were doing. And they were like, yeah, we, we can definitely automate that. So I sold my shares in the agency and started building the Lemless platform um, early 2018. After a few months, we already have like a thousand beta testers. And then, you know, from, from that day, we, we kept growing at, I don't know, averaging 30% months over months growth. So it's been <laughs> pretty good growth. Nice. Nice. Very nice. I'm curious. Um, I've had a, some experience with B2B lead generation agencies. So I just want your opinion on it after, after working in one. Uh, what are yeah. some challenges that you face when it comes to generating leads for clients? I think you know it's uh, it's always the same the same issue like when you have an agency I think you you really need to define like clearly who's your who's your ICP 
So on our end, you know, it's like um, because we wanted to price at a premium like price, we we tend to focus on companies who had like a, a lifetime value of their customers higher than $10,000. That way, you know, we knew that with email outreach, it was basically like the, the easiest way to really like generate leads. And then, you know, like depending on the on the type of uh, of lead that we, we will get, we're having like different approach and different level of personalization for the, the different type of contracts. And then, you know, it's just a matter about like building relationships. So master the copywriting, master the personalization and do everything you can to, to book meetings. Awesome. So you really honed in on what was important about generating leads, right? Making sure you understand your ideal customer, making sure that the math works, right? The numbers make sense. They have a high lifetime value so that your leads will have a higher value to them. Yeah. And then making sure that the process is in place, right? With your target. Yeah, definitely. Writing all that. Definitely. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So I love how you built this product because you were experiencing your own pain, right? Thought that there yeah. had to be something better out there to handle it. Couldn't find it. So you built it yourself. I love that. When it came to, you know, marketing Limlist and, and growing it, what sort of things did you do to kind of grow the product? Yeah. So actually, like um, the first step, I would say, like uh, initially, I the first customers and beta tester, I simply used Limlist to do the outreach and, you know, through like really highly targeted outreach to get some people to test it. Um, and you know, some of them were like, yeah, are you sure like those personalized images would work? And then I would say, well, I sent you an email, you know, including personalized images and there we are, you know, like we're chatting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for people, you know, it's like, a, it's a pretty good selling point. And then, Absolutely. you know, after that, um, I used a lot of uh, community on Facebook where essentially I was showing results of campaigns and then creating like a viral post. So Ideally, you know, like the, the step is to find like a, a community where your potential target audience hangs. And then, you know, I would put like the results of one of our email outreach campaign and say, hey, guys, we built a tool that will allow you to get like more replies. If you want to get early access for the beta, just comment interested. That way, the more people comment, the more basically the post is seen and it's kind of viral. And uh, we started doing that in a few groups to get between like 300 and 500 uh, beta testers. We started iterating a lot and then um, a company called AppSumo reached out to us and wanted basically to do like a lifetime deal. So instead of selling the software uh, months over months, you sell it lifetime and they have a community of over a million entrepreneurs, founders, agency owners, and really like tech savvy people. So for us, you know, I was like, okay, like I wanted to reward all the beta testers anyway with like definitely like something or like a really like fair and genuine price. And I saw that opportunity. So we're like, okay, it's only for two weeks. So let's do that. And in two weeks when we launched, we got uh, more than $160,000, <laughs> which wow. was pretty good for, for launching a SaaS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was basically like thousands of customers. And from there, we started like building a community around email outreach called the email outreach family on Facebook. And we really like uh, share best practices and really get like tons of feedback from the community on how to make the product better, better. And, uh, and we kept improving the product, uh, getting like tons of feedback from users and then doing also like our own outreach, our own campaigns and always sharing success stories, which was really like, uh, I think the key to our growth. The success stories were? 
So many different success stories. So either from our own customers, otherwise it was like more, I would say like typical campaigns that we would run, including like every templates that we use and give them like directly to our users. Because we believe that, you know, like if you type email templates on Google, you would probably end up with uh, the HubSpot email templates. Yep. And, and those templates, I think, have been used by <laughs> over 10 millions of millions. people. Millions, yeah, <laughs> millions, 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 absolutely. So, so it's pretty easy, you know, to spot it. I think we all have now like the, the cold email uh, detector. <laughs> yeah. So, so essentially, yeah, the goal is to always be different, stand out, personalize. And, you know, like with images and videos, it, it gives you like a, an easy way to do that just because, you know, like people are not used to it. And also, on the other hand, you know, it, uh, when you see the face of the person that is reaching out to you, it changes totally the approach. It's like you went from a total stranger to someone, you know, you can picture and, and actually see. Awesome. And that like leads into my next question about trends in marketing and sales technology. But I just want to recap because you pretty much gave the blueprint to launching, you know, a successful SaaS company, yeah. right? You took a painful mm -hmm. problem and you solved it. You reached out to communities where it would be helpful. You left different posts that went viral in those communities because you're essentially showing value and showing results up front yeah. to people. Use that to generate interest to get beta testers, then leverage an existing audience over at AppSumo to launch the product. Um, huge response, uh, built a raving fan base, and then parlayed that into a Facebook community where you're continuing to build this customer slash fan base and sharing their successes and doing outreach campaigns. It's, it's a brilliant way to launch. And I, I love that. <laughs> Thanks. You know, very, very good. You didn't just buy Facebook ads and then just try it and, <laughs> you know, Oh, you know, it's, uh, you know, you know how it goes, right. But you, you really yeah, listen definitely. to the customers and solve the problem. So that's great. No, on top no, of that, one thing that uh, that I can add also that was uh, very like uh, helpful and successful for us was because of the community. On top of uh, new features that we could build, you know, with feedback and everything, we also realized what was uh, the pain for people when it comes to content they are lacking, and essentially, like we we also generating tons of contents, whether it's on our blog or on LinkedIn, um, really like to provide tons of value to the users on top of everything else we were doing. Gotcha. So you were using that feedback and those results to create content and then distribute it. Yeah, absolutely. Out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. You mentioned something I really wanted to touch on and, and it kind of leads into my next question, kind of what trends you're seeing in marketing and sales technology. I want to hone in on what you mentioned about, you know, people, their cold email detector now is high for the, person in business leadership or, you know, anyone who gets yeah. pitched over cold email regularly, you know, what does it take to get responses via cold email that they were easier to get years ago and, and it's yeah. getting harder? <laughs> what does it take now and kind of what trends are you seeing in the marketplace? To be honest, I think like the trends are that, and I think it will stay the same for a long time. So people by definition, I think are lazy. <laughs> so everyone wants oh, to yeah. automate everything. So, of course, I love automation and I think automation is amazing, but some people don't want to spend the time to personalize their email. So, for example, we've analyzed at Lemlist, you know, like um, we have more than 10,000 uh, customers all over the world. And from 
over like 50 millions of emails, we have realized that only 10% of people were adding more personalization than the standard, you know, like a, a merge field or custom variable, like a first name, company name. So it's pretty wow. crazy to think that only 10% of those person are actually doing, you know, like the extra mile and the extra effort to actually stand out by, you know, trying to build meaningful relationships. So I think like, to be honest, uh, a trend is definitely going to be personalization. I'm sure that with time, you know, like uh, we will obviously find better ways to personalize, but I think the road is still very long ahead as people, as I said, you know, tend to be lazy, they either buy a list or scrape a lot of data and just mass mail others when they don't really like, you know, try to personalize to make it relevant for the person they reach out to. So trend is really like personalization, I think. And I think that it's there's actually like a huge opportunity because for everyone who's willing to put the work in cold email, the results are amazing. Awesome. And part of those results were just to touch on what, you know, the journey of launching your company before. I mean, you told me previously, you know, you were able to grow from zero customers to over 8,000 in only a year. And a lot yeah. of that was due to cold email, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So a huge trend and something that we do a lot that's working is essentially, so every person that sign up on Lemlist receive automatically an invite on LinkedIn by me. And two to three times per week, I also like uh, post on LinkedIn and my post gets between 10,000 to 200,000 views every time wow. I post on LinkedIn. So I know that the person I add, which are potential customers, will see my content. And the thing that I do also on the side is that I add people that uh, are part of my target. I add them on LinkedIn, genuinely with an invite. And once they joined, three weeks after they joined my network, I will start emailing them because I know that they would have seen my content on LinkedIn. That way, you know, my conversion rate when I email them is much higher because they more or less already know who I am. And another way to do that, if you're not posting a lot on LinkedIn, is to buy ads. So for example, if you're targeting, if you're doing uh, account-based uh, prospecting, what you can do is essentially like uh, target a specific company with ads uh, and all the employees of their company is going to see your ads and then you start messaging them. So those guy would have heard about you. Once you email them, they actually have a general idea of who you are. And then, you know, it makes the outreach less cold and much more effective. Awesome. So you are warming people up with ads or, well, yeah. people can warm up with ads and in your case, LinkedIn before yeah. you're starting that outreach. Yeah, definitely. That's like, it's awesome. it's an easy way to double, you know, like the, the reply rate. Awesome. So let's say you're a sales rep at a SaaS company and you understand the importance of this. You believe in the fact and warming people up before you kind of reach out to them. And you believe in the fact that, you know, personalization is becoming more and more important. You know, what do you do as a solo person to, I mean, it's, it comes back to the reason why you built Limbless, right? Doing this stuff takes a lot of time, right? The personalization yeah. piece. And how do you figure out when it comes to crafting campaigns, when it comes to research and putting together messaging, what are you doing to make sure you're doing outreach efficiently? Yeah, I think like um, where most people fail is in targeting the right people. So some people are just going to go, you know, with two to three characteristic, like job title, location, and then probably like 
company size. And sometimes they don't even do that. So what I would say is like for an efficient targeting, you need at least six to seven criteria from revenue, team size, decision maker, then, you know, like uh, fundings or revenue at the position, obviously, and really try to narrow it down to industries as well. So put people in buckets and try to verticalize as much as possible your outreach so it's relevant for people. Then on top of that, when you do it, your message, if you want to use like a video, which I highly recommend because it's one of the best way to connect with a person that don't really know you before, then, you know, like it's uh, your message, you adapt it to the industry and to the position of the person you're targeting, also to their pain based on the company size and so on. And once you do that, you know, you're going to get like much more reply just because, you know, your message will definitely resonate with the person. Gotcha. So you're really narrowing down. Yeah. Basically, your campaigns are so effective because you are going after, you're targeting, you're yeah, narrowing definitely. your scope. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. An example I could give you is like, uh, for example, for Lemlist, we're going to target uh, VP sales of uh, scale ups who recently raised and who have like a, a sales team of 15 to 30 people something like that, you know, mm -hmm. that could be like uh, very targeted because I know that since they've just raised, they're going to hire more salespeople in their team. I know that the sales team is growing. I know that they need to get like a bigger pipe because they need to reach their next round. So I know like what they're paying, you know, <laughs> I understand yeah. it. So when I message them, you know, I can start with, first of all, congrats guys for the fundraising. And secondly, I know that you want to grow like your sales pipeline. So I think we definitely should have a chat. We actually have a tool that helps you get more replies. So let's book a call and discuss that. You know, that's straightforward, but uh, very also like on point to what they're feeling. And it's a good way, you know, to start building a relationship. You know your target customer so well, and you're able to keep your messaging super concise because you know it, that your messaging kind of cuts through all the noise of all the other outreach from other reps at other companies or, you know, other founders, and you're yeah. just kind of slicing in, giving your message succinctly and directly, and it's kind of cutting through the noise. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Also, like, uh, the easiest thing is like when, because something is like, we all receive tons of emails. So if there is one email standing out, and that's actually what Lemlist helps you doing. Like, for example, you know, like you would create a video frame, even though my video is the same for one segment that I'm targeting. The fact is that on the image, I will put dynamically like the first name of the person, their company logo, and sometimes like I would uh, say like a, a screenshot okay. of their website. And that is done automatically. Just uh, thanks to their email address, we can fetch automatically all those data. So essentially when we send video, we have a click rate that varies between 40 and 80%, which is huge. So it's like between 40 and 80% of people watch actually the video I sent because, you know, adding this extra personalization. Wow. Yeah, it's like if you open an email and then you see like your logo, then you see like your name on someone that's just recorded a video for you, obviously, you will click on it. And then you have also like little tricks to increase the click rate. So you could say like, hey, first name, I was checking your LinkedIn profile so that I would reach out with a, a short video just for a change. And then you put the video just below like the thumbnail. And then just below, you can put like a sentence. What do you think about what I mentioned or something like that? Mm. And just, this question wouldn't make sense if the guy hasn't viewed the video, but just because, you know, 
by nature, like human people and people are like very curious, you're going to say like, what is he talking about? I want to know, you know, and you're going to click. And yeah, that's a little trick that uh, <laughs> that works actually pretty well. Wow. Yeah. You know what? It's touches on something I believe strongly in, which is like the fundamentals of sales, right? And, and kind of the yep. fundamentals of cold outreach is like people have that curiosity, right? <laughs> uh, when it comes to if you can kind of stroke that curiosity or stir that curiosity up, you can really start to see your reply rate shoot through the roof because yeah, you're coming from a different angle. Awesome. No, and that's for can, sure. Yeah. And you can do that all with Limlist, right? Being able to put <laughs> that in dynamically and that type of stuff. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it. When it comes to kind of uh, cold outreach campaigns, just just some quick bullet points to things people should definitely avoid. Like, hey, just don't do these things anymore. (laughs) So I got a few things. I think that it's also really important is uh, the technical part that people most often forget. So for example, you know, like um, when you're doing email outreach, um, the ratio of email sent, email received is super important over time because it will basically like uh, give your domain a certain reputation. And the higher your reputation is, the higher your deliverability is. And the deliverability means are you ending up in the inbox or in the spam box? The yeah. only way to know if you're ending up in the inbox or spam box is you don't really have any, any, any way, you know? Mm-hmm. The only way is like if someone opens your email, Obviously, you know, like those guys, probably like uh, the message ended up in the inbox. But uh, a rule of thumb is to say that if your open rate is lower than 50% when you send cold emails, it means that you have a deliverability issue. And to solve this, uh, there are a few things that you should do, which are like uh, setting up a custom tracking domain, for example, and also make sure to have set up correctly like SPF and DKIM, which are kind of like... uh, ID for your domain. And on top of that, there are like uh, another thing, which is like the warm-up process that will help you like uh, increase your emails, which is essentially always having your inbox active, uh, sending and receiving messages. So that's like three things that people often forget to do. And that's actually like pretty bad not to do that. We actually wrote an entire guide about it. I could uh, share the link later. Um, But to come back to what people shouldn't do, I think is uh, if your message is just scraping like a full database and then sending like with simply adding first name and company name inside your message, you're probably doing something wrong. <laughs> so yeah. so it's like if you're yeah if you look at your emails and then you you only see like first name company name and you're not putting like any videos any images or anything that would differentiate yourself from all the millions of emails that are sent with this type of personalization, then you're doing something wrong. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, the people who are really going to succeed with cold outreach in 2019 and beyond are those that really go that extra mile to stand out. Right. Because everybody's doing yeah, definitely. the, everybody's doing the, you know, high name. I see you are a title at, company you know that sort of thing yeah 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 Um, exactly it's it doesn't work like some people think that yeah of course like yeah look at how many variables i've put here but your message look look crap you know 
So mm -hmm. I think like the best training is to look at all the cold emails that you've received and then, you know, start checking like how exactly, you know, like which are the one I replied to and which are the one I didn't reply to. And something that you will see, like, for example, for me, like I know that every time that I see like a cold email where the person say, hey, Guillaume, I listened to your podcast uh, where you were saying blah, blah, blah. Or I write like I checked your last article about this and this and I found that super relevant. Okay, like I know they're talking to me. I know it's not me within the list of founders that they just scraped and, you know, like that they, they're sending a blast emails to. By just, you know, like showing your interest to the person you're reaching out to, you make it much more difficult for the person not to reply because it's like, oh, okay, like this person has spent some time, you know, researching me. It's fair to say that, you know, I should reply. Got it. Absolutely. Makes sense. I want to touch on something that I think you got a feature of your product that I think is really interesting, which is personalized landing pages. And I haven't uh, yeah. <laughs> seen anybody else do this or have this available. You know, I stay pretty up to date on the new stuff that's yeah, out there. No. Man. <laughs> it's unique. <laughs> yeah, it is extremely unique. And I just know it's powerful. So can you spend some time talking about that? Yeah, definitely. So as most people know, like it's not possible to put an actual video inside an email, at least yet. So what we did is um, we create personalized images automatically with Lemlist. So when people click on a personalized thumbnail, they would go to a dedicated personalized landing pages where you could put any personalization that you want, add as many variables as you want, as if you know it was like an email. And on that personalized landing page, they're optimized for sales, which means that we have integrations with Calendly, videos, any type of videos you can put on there. Um, you can put customize everything to your own branding. And essentially, like um, a, a use case we have with one of our customers, uh, Zendesk, is their sales team. You know, like they shoot tons of videos and they reach out to potential prospects. And you have the video playing. And just below, you know, like they have their calendar, Calendly. So essentially, they can just say, like, introduce themselves, start, uh, you know, like uh, building relationship and then just ask the person to book a meeting with them below. And their results is, uh, are amazing when it comes to that. Yeah. Zendesk, correct? Yeah, Zendesk. Yeah, you've got a whole, um, if anyone wants to, is listening and wants to know more about that, there's a whole yeah, case study on their blog about yeah, that. Case study, yeah. Yep. Just like those, just like you mentioned earlier with your, uh, you know, the case studies or success stories are, are yeah. really powerful. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. For sure. As we kind of uh, uh, wrap up here, I want to know, I want to give you some time to get a message out to someone or a company that Lindless is a, is a perfect fit for. So who would you say your ideal customer is and, and what would you want them to know about Lindless? Yeah, so essentially, like if you were like a founder or if you have like a, a sales team uh, that is looking to get, you know, more replies when they're doing email outreach, I think like Lemlist is a good fit. It's not overcomplicated. Uh, we make it simple and we have people that are ready like to help out directly on the chat via customer support or via like demos. Right. I think the best in any case, you know, and that's for pretty much every tool is to use it so and test it. If it brings a good ROI for you, awesome. If it doesn't, just have someone from your team help you out because it will. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, it's like we have a free trial. So if people want to test, 
something that we also didn't really like uh, have time to talk about, but maybe I'll just add a little little sure. word is um, is you know like the follow ups. You were talking, you know, about the common mistakes people are doing. I think that I see more and more people, you know, that are afraid to follow up. And they say like, oh, I don't know, like, uh, shall I send only one follow-up? Uh, how many days, et cetera, et cetera. I think that the more you follow up, the better. So try to have like um, a five-step campaign where on each steps, you know, you can bring more and more value to the person you're reaching out to. It can be either via, you know, like... Uh, relevant success stories that you have with potential competitors of the person you're reaching out to or relevant industry stats or all these type of things, you know, that can basically like warm up the prospect and want him, want uh, him like to reply. Awesome. Yeah. Giving them value, showing them value in advance that will really elicit a response from them, a favorable response. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like if you show that you're someone, you know, like that is was knowledgeable about a specific topic, obviously people are going to want to meet with you. So it's like if you provide like if you tell me like, for example, I don't know, like very interesting things when it comes to like growing a company, like challenges that really like and it resonates with my beliefs. And I feel that the more you're following up, the more you're showing me that you have, you know, like all the answers. I obviously want to talk to you. And, yeah. and then, you know, like if you have to sell something and I mean, you, you're 100% sure that you're going to bring ROI, then, you know, I'm going to go for it. Awesome. Awesome. Guillaume, it's been so great to listen to the story of how you built Lindless and just the fundamentals you practice when it comes to cold outreach. How can people get in touch with you if they have a question about something you mentioned on the program or they, they're interested in checking out Lindless? I think the best is uh, to connect with me on LinkedIn just because like my first name is pretty much like unpronounceable. <laughs> I think you just type like Lemlist and then CEO and you would find it. <laughs> or via email, which is like my first name at lemlist.com and, uh, okay. and we can have that there. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And of course, I'll put that in the show notes awesome. for anyone who's listening. Well, I really did enjoy it. I learned a lot and I, I hope to hear from you soon and, and can continue to hear the uh, continued success of Limlist. Yes, I'm here, Morgan. Really had fun and thanks a lot for having me. Awesome. You have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. If you love what you heard, be sure to head back to morgandwilliams.com and go over to the podcast page for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on the next value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week and make sure to take action.